0: montgomery like to welcome you to the navigating blindness podcast and on today's show i have mr matt hasbrook how you doing sir hey i'm doing well thanks for having me ray all right no problem matt i wanted to bring you on the podcast because i know you're very very heavily involved with you know the organization as far as being on the actually the chair of the bottom enterprises board and also being a part of the Bottom the Visionary Opportunities Foundation, the BVOF. Say that three times, boy. <laughs> so, really wanted to just really pick your brain to see, you know, how you got involved with the organization, what the organization means to you, and where the organization, where do you see the organization going here in the future? So. Uh, Matt, how long have you been affiliated with Bob Enterprises? Yeah, so about
1: seven years ago, I went to a Thomas Hasrick Awards luncheon, which was named after my grandfather, and my okay. grandfather was blinded in World War II, uh, and then proceeded to have six children after the fact, worked for Eli Lilly in their mm-hmm. HR department, got into politics, uh, was very heavily involved in the government of Indiana, and the... Bosma started off as a state-run disability program that was funded by the government and they cut funding, but there was a lot of people that obviously still needed uh, support. And so my grandfather, Tom Hasbrook, and Senator Charles Bosma, who is Brian Bosma's father, uh, and a couple of other important people, privatized the business Mm -hmm. and they we uh, were a fledgling company to start, you know, could barely make payroll and eventually they they figured out a way to make it work and grow. And uh, so seven years ago is when I joined because of actually a guy named Jeff Mittman, who okay. is now our current president. So I went and saw him speak and was so moved that I asked a friend of mine, Bart Book, who was current, uh, current board, or a current board member at the time and former board chair, I asked him uh, how I could get involved because I was so moved and so impressed with what the organization was doing circa 2012 that I wanted to get involved and, and kind of carry forward the legacy that my grandfather uh, and some of the other founding fathers of Bosma had uh, achieved. So it's uh, near and dear to my heart. My middle name is Tom. Uh, named after my grandpa, and, you know, this is a passion of mine to to carry forward his legacy.
0: So as the chair, uh, what are some of your duties as chair of the the enterprise Board? Oh, man, they're uh, vast. But um,
1: so as chairman, I am tasked with supervising our executive leadership team. So to guide the strategy, the vision, to make sure – leadership is in place and doing everything that we can to, you know, keep, keep Bosma going. Um, so attending quarterly board meetings, other board meetings, helping fundraise, helping advocate for those who are blind and visually impaired, um, trying to find other partnerships that can help grow our business as well as, um, find other partnerships to, Mm -hmm. Further our mission.
0: Sounds like a lot of uh, a lot of duties right there, man. <laughs> yeah, it's uh,
1: it's it is it's challenging, uh, especially with a lot of young kids and another and a day job. Yes. But um, there's nothing I would rather do, and and I'd probably find as much fulfillment and joy from what I do with Bosma as anything um, outside of my family. So
0: So what is the, what direction do you see Bosma going here in the near
1: future? Bosma is in a extremely unique situation having the glove contract with the VA, which is a pro and a con. The pro is that we are, you know, we have this awesome contract with probably the best customer you could have, which is the government. But we also have this really uh, a contract with the government that's a huge percentage of our revenue, and so what I'm trying to do as a board mem- board member and board chair is to uh, diversify our revenue and grow our other lines of business so that we can perpetuate Bosma enterprises into the future, diversify our customer base, not be uh, so beholden to what the government does or doesn't do. So that we can kind of protect the viability, long term viability of our business. So,
0: yeah, that's definitely important just because of that 63% unemployment rate just in the state of Indiana alone, 70% nationwide. So, you know, just having Bosma here in the state of Indiana is definitely helping a lot of Hoosiers who are blind or visually impaired. So, yeah, that was that was a
1: striking statistic and continues to be a striking statistic and I know nationally it's 70% unemployment rate for those right. who are blind and visually impaired and so what we're really trying to do is to dispel the myths that a lot of the a lot of corporate America might have about hiring somebody with a visual impairment. Uh that's that's one of the biggest prongs of our mission is to help uh help corporations find good people to help them with their businesses and not be concerned about what it would, you know, the yeah. challenge of hiring somebody who's
0: blind or visually impaired. So why, why do you think that unemployment rate is so high among people who are blind? Um, I think there's a perception out there that, that there's a lot of
1: things that blind and visually impaired people cannot do, which, you know, is, is has some truth in it, but with a lot of the technological advancements and a yes. lot of what Bosma Enterprises is doing, uh, we can certainly help accommodate those corporations to to place people to provide technology and accessibility um help and, and actually coaching uh placement staffing et cetera yeah. for these corporations so that they don't feel like there's any any barriers to hiring those folks
0: it's like you say it's it's more of an awareness um you know just if they even just come here to actually see how this how we um Work with people who are blind and how everybody you know works together. to uh, get toward that same mission at the end of the day. So it's just really learning and knowing what technology is available because a lot of people just don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you've come, to, if you have not come to Bosma Enterprises and um, you are at all interested in in helping those with blind or visually impairments, I would highly encourage a visit to reach out to uh, Bosma Enterprises, or you can go to our website bosma.org. I would highly recommend coming to see the operation and how successful we have been in hiring those who are blind and visually impaired and, and all of the different things that we're able to accomplish from a guy running a forklift truck to uh, being on the assembly lines to our our own our very own CEO, incoming CEO, who is blind, who lost his eyesight in Iraq in a roadside bomb. So um, it is the the things that we're doing here to help people is it's not just... Um, it, it helps, I think, and it, this was kind of brilliant on the part of our founding fathers is, is to help provide opportunity and upward mobility for those who are blind and visually impaired. Uh, it helps us, us as a society because we, we give people hope, we give people opportunity. We also, uh, turn people from tax takers and having to, you know, subsidize to, to giving them opportunity to become taxpayers and yes. to contribute and grow as, as people. So it is, uh, something I'm extremely passionate about. And I think, um, we're doing some, some really awesome work. A lot of the, a lot of the people within the
0: organization are just remarkable. Okay. So, so I know we have uh, Mr. Jeff, Midman. he's going to be our new CEO. Um, how does it, I guess, how does it um, feel to have a uh, individual who is blind Leading the organization, I think it's wonderful. But you know, I get I'm getting chills right now yes.
1: just talking about it, Ray. Um, honestly, you know, he was the catalyst for me joining the board, and yes. I'm uh, somehow am in charge of the the board, and now he is running the show, or soon to be running the show. So it is so cool uh, for it to have come full circle, and the the status of what Jeff has been able to create at a federal level. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, it, we had a tremendous, tremendous amount of high quality candidates that interviewed for the CEO position, I think like 65 or something. Oh, yeah. And so at the end of the day, um, uh, when, it, when we boiled it down, all, all other credentials aside, um, the ability to be able to, you know, put our money, money where our mouth is, so to speak, um, uh, was, was very important to us. And so it's not just Jeff Our, you know, Lisa Pace, our director of external affairs and marketing is also blind. And, uh, so a lot of our executive team and, and, um, other employees have blind and visual impairments and, you know, it's, we really run like there's, there's no difference than any other yes. corporation. So very cool. Very, cool. very, very cool.
0: proud to be a part of this organization. <laughs> Um, Let's talk about Mr. Lou Moneymaker. I know he's about to go ahead and retire. And uh, definitely Lou's been a valuable asset to Bosma Enterprise and people who are blind. I mean, he's done a lot over his uh, tenure here at Bosma Enterprises. So what does Lou Moneymaker mean to Bosma Enterprises? Lou Moneymaker
1: is Bosma Enterprises and Bosma Enterprises is Lou Moneymaker. And, yes. um, you know, I think the the foresight of some of our founding fathers like Burt Will Hoyt Uh, And and some of those leaders and past chair people uh, who have really committed their philanthropic efforts and their volunteering efforts to the organization have been extremely impactful. I know Lou was the president at the Indiana School for the Blind, and he had really no corporate experience at all. And he was late to the game in the CEO search process in 2001 or 2002, uh, and Bert kind of Said, hold on, we got this late ad candidate I want wow. to, um, you know, throw in the mix. And he interviewed and he ended up getting the job. And he has helped the organization grow to nearly $70 million in revenue. And we employ 220 or so folks, with the majority of that being those with blind or visual impairments. So Lou has been just instrumental. And we are sad to see him go, but excited about his uh, the next phase of his life. He will not be going away uh, by any means. He's actually chairing the national agencies that advocate for those who are blind and visually impaired, and we're going to keep him on for uh, hopefully 18 to 24 months as a chairman emeritus to continue um, transferring all the knowledge, experience, and relationships that he's been able to develop over the last 17 years. Oh, so yeah. Lou is the man,
0: and, <laughs> and what a great name, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Lou is definitely a great guy, great guy, man. I'm glad to you know, be a part of the organization and glad to see all the work that he's done over the years. So, he's yeah. Yeah, definitely done a great job with this, what he calls the three – Three-legged stool. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Who does a great job. So, so what? What goals are the board's the board setting for this upcoming year? levy goals they want to achieve. Yeah,
1: certainly. So, uh, the biggest challenge that I'm tasking the the uh, leadership with is to really diversify um, in any ways possible. I think. Given our status with the government and our, you know, they they really like what we're doing in terms of uh, servicing them and they the veteran affairs and the the contract that we service and the products that we provide. Um, how do we how do we diversify within the government to try and get more uh, revenue derived from different agencies? Um, we have a, a a very unique challenge that has presented itself in that the VA. Um, has stated that if any disabled veteran-owned business can do a job, do the job, or, or fulfill the uh, product or service on the procurement list, that they automatically get this contract. And so, that is a threat to our existence, frankly. And so. How do we navigate through that and diversify? So Jeff Mitman is extremely talented and, and connected at the federal level and in the government. So how do we get into the other governmental agencies like the USDA or the uh, Department of Defense, all the other government agencies? So that is priority number one is to diversify our revenue stream within the government because of our favored status. Uh, secondarily, we have other lines of business that you may not be aware of we we can provide uh, ice melt. so if you're a you know a land landscaping property management company, big you know Walmart or Costco type company where you have a lot of property, uh, our ice melt is growing rapidly. We just got into aCE hardware. Uh, we're looking at a lot of other big corporations. So we're trying to grow other lines of business. I think our biggest opportunity for growth outside of the glove business is our health kits. Yeah. So we uh, can manufacture and pick, pack, and ship uh, health kits to different corporations. And that that opportunity seems to have a high, high opportunity for growth. The third initiative that we're executing on is looking at an acquisition. And that okay. could be some any sort of uh, for-profit entity or possibly even affiliating with another non-profit entity that has similar uh, a similar mission and vision with the primary objective of growing revenues diversifying our revenue mix as well as employing people that are blind and visually impaired Um, and then lastly we have our foundation which we're is kind of the backstop for our programs and services so we spend about four million dollars a year on programs rehabilitation services and helping those who are blind and visually impaired uh that maybe came from uh that were sighted that Mm -hmm. lost their sight through some sort of disease or otherwise uh, to kind of cope with the the adjustment uh, that it takes to live with a a blind or visual impairment so that foundation, since I started, has grown from about 900000 to $10.9 million um, recently. Our goal is to get that to $40 million uh, to where uh, the investment income from that foundation would, um, would pay for our programs and rehabilitation services. So um, there's kind of a four-pronged approach. As the leader, I'm trying to make sure that we have the the right people on the bus and the the right leaders to take responsibility for each of those four initiatives. So growing the government um, services, um, growing our other lines of business, potential acquisition, as well as growing our foundation. So a lot to do. A lot to do. (laughs) A lot
0: to do. And I know we're actually trying to do a lot more contract packaging as well. So that's... Another initiative that we are definitely looking forward to getting into as well. So, yes. All right. Well, I just wanted to, uh, you know, pick your brain a little bit, Mr. Uh, Matt Hasbrook, and uh, learn a little bit more about the board and see, you know, what we have going on and how we are approaching the future here at Bosma Enterprises. So, if you guys want to learn more, please visit Bosma.org and make sure that you're subscribed on iTunes, SoundCloud, and follow us on social media. And I'll see you guys next week.